Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Med School Minutes podcast, where we discuss what it takes to attend and successfully complete a medical program. This show is brought to you by St. James School of Medicine. Here is your host, Kashik Gua. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Med School Minutes. And today, this is a special episode where we are uh, highlighting and showcasing our successful match students. Today, we have two very special guests with us. I will let them introduce themselves. Why don't, you st- why don't we start with Parag? Sure. Uh, I'm Parag Badami. Um, I went to Bonaire, uh, finished on the island in uh, December 2015, or in, yeah, December 2015, and graduated in July. 2021. Awesome. Well, hi, my name is Nicholas Chiggy, and uh, I graduated in March 2020, and I match in family medicine. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, so why don't I start with you, Nick? Tell me about the pre-med jitters. Were you confident? Were you in two minds? So it was really hard. So it's my third time applying for okay. match. Um, and so I've gone through SOAP a few times. Okay. Um, really, really stressful. So that email came in at 7.59. And we were, I was with my wife, Franca, and we were ready to soap. We both had our computers open. We're ready to, you know, go through that list. Um, it was really stressful. And then eight o'clock hit, well, 7.59 hit, got that email. I was super excited, super happy. Awesome. How about you, Prague? Uh, yeah, super huge jitters. I think we woke up at like four o'clock in the morning, tried to go back to sleep, couldn't go back to sleep. At six o'clock, we were finally like, forget it. Let's just get out of bed. Ordered bagels just to calm our nerves a little bit. And then, yeah, 7.59 on the dot. All right. Saw it on my phone, or rather on my watch, and said, congratulations. And I immediately freaked out. <laughs> so define freak out. What was that? Jumping up and down, getting drunk, blackout, fainting? What did freak out mean? Actually, it was going back to sleep. Because <laughs> just like Nick, we were ready to soap. It's a it's a very stressful process. I, I don't know if you remember from last year. The entire system went down on Monday during that first day of soap, which is kind of nice in the way they changed the schedule of it. Um, but like we were ready to jump on both laptops and start so checking out which programs, checking the unfilled list. Um, and we hadn't, we literally slept three hours that night. So going back to sleep was a nice reward for awesome. getting that match. Learned. I hope you guys are making up for all the lost sleep now, at least. Oh, yeah. I've gotten seven hours in the past of the entire week. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, the programs will all start around July, June end, early July. What are your plans, Nick, from now through July? What are you planning to do? So I'm going to try to study um, as much as I can to be prepared. Study? As as I <laughs> Does your wife know about this? I she's going to appreciate that very much. You need to take her out on a nice vacation. Enjoy life a little it. bit. Yes, Enjoy life do. a little bit. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> So, between studying breaks. <laughs> so you're studying for step three? For residency. For residency. Yeah. So just generally you want to be prepared. Correct, yeah. Okay. But definitely. Yeah, know, we'll enjoy life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Prak? What is so it? we, like you said, enjoy life. We have our Chicago bucket list to go through mm-hmm. before we leave. Um, but I will be taking step three in the end of April, beginning of May. Okay. So I'll be studying for that one. For okay. Wow, you guys just, you know, can't catch a break, can you? you I mean, gluttons for punishment. That's being right a here. doctor, right? <laughs> yeah, like, there is no breaks. There yeah, and that's no the thing. Stopping. I mean, you know, yeah. and the, that's the funny thing. I actually, uh, you know, I was, as I was mentioning earlier to you guys, I went to the island and I was telling some of our students that you practically have to study for 9 to 11 hours until yep. you get into residency. And most students revolted. They're like, oh, no, that's not, you know, that's not even real. 
I was like, no, that is very, very real. If you're not prepared to do that much of work, there really isn't a place for you in any residency program in that case. Would you agree or disagree? I absolutely would agree with that. Yeah. 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 I think at some point it just becomes part of your routine. Okay. You know, you're just waking up to study and you're going to bed, but it just becomes part of your routine. So mm-hmm. it's easy to, you know, study. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and, um, let me ask you guys this with such an arduous task that you guys accomplished, how much does uh, a, 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 an emotional safety net uh, matter in this situation? Can you just do this alone or do you need family, friends? I mean, how, how does that help? Let, let's start with you, Nick. You need a support system, that's for sure. Okay. And I'm, you know, lucky enough to have Franca, my wife. And okay. she, you know, she goes through med school too. Um, and so, you know, her, she understands the process and that really helps. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And and how about you? Brad? Absolutely the same. My my wife Megan helped me do all my personal statements. She helped keep me on task for everything. Um, she would joke that she would be my manager as well uh, <laughs> whenever I was being slow with stuff. But yeah, having that personal connection, having yeah, yeah, having someone at home to be able to complain to, to be able to enjoy things with is a huge difference maker. Um we actually just got married last year. So Okay, congratulations. Thank you so much. Um it it really does like I've lived both sides of that, being single, not having anybody to come home to, not having anybody to okay. help you out with like chores or making food or just enjoying life. And it was a very solitary confinement kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle and it kind of sucked, awesome. um, especially compared to right now where if we want to go get dinner, we can go get dinner. Yeah. If we want to just eat at home, if we want to just sit on the couch and watch TV, it's 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 a nice break from things uh, as opposed to before where I was always in front of a computer. I was always trying to study something, always going through Anki cards. And uh, the only real support system I had was back home in New Jersey where my family was. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it's really good to hear that. Um, So both of you said that you guys were involved with soap at some point. Um, And I know that not everybody is fortunate or lucky or, or, uh, you know, just did not, doesn't get to match in the first time around. What did you guys do uh, to to manage expectations for that the years that you didn't get through, and then the years that you um, you know, and and then how are you preparing to pick up the pieces to prepare for the next year? I, I know it can't be easy. This this is, uh, and I think kudos more so uh, more to you guys just because you know you picked up the pieces. Uh, got back on track and made a success out of it. I've heard it's it's harder to do that. But, you know, tell us what you guys actually, like, how hard was it? It was pretty hard. I think you have to trust the process. You know, you've been working hard for so many years. Things are going to work out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it was really hard. And I think, you know, going back to that support system, I think that was also really important. Okay. And what about you? Fred? Oh, yeah, it was emotionally devastating. Right. Um, I think that first month afterwards, I did literally nothing Last year, when I the first time I tried to match, okay, um, super depressed, super couldn't just couldn't even like bring myself to read articles. Uh, this year was a little bit different because you're ready for that and you try to okay. kind of kick yourself. I even and Megan kind of made fun of me for this. I uh, I taped my rejection letter to my TV <laughs> just to kind of kick my ass to make to one make myself emotionally ready to be like ready for Monday morning yeah. just in case, and then to also kind of yeah kick my kick my butt to get stuff done yeah, I mean, the few weeks beforehand to prep for it because you don't want to prep for soap because it means that you failed. Yeah, yeah. Or at least you think you failed. You haven't, but 
it is kind of like one of those types of feelings where you feel like you're a failure. You're not going to want to do anything, but you need to do something because you don't have the time to coddle yourself. That's that's brilliant. That's all practically like vision boarding, but the opposite. You're like putting something that you don't want to see in real life up and be like, you know, I don't want that. That is brilliant. That is amazing. Um, and what advice would you guys have for somebody who didn't match say this year? And and you know, it's probably just their first time because it seems like the first time is the hardest for most people. What advice? Because you know, I mean, um, one thing is that St. James has a counseling program where we actually uh, recruit students who haven't matched. And uh, the good news is that the, this is the sixth year running. Every, we have about three to four counselors every year. Every single one of them matched the following year. So a lot of people go ahead and do certain things. Some of them just don't do anything and just sit there and prepare. So what what would your suggestions be for somebody who didn't match this year? Just keep doing, you know, and anything that's related to the medical field. Okay. Either, it's re- either if it's research or, you know, education or counseling. Um, I think it's imp- it's imp- it's important to stay active in the field. Awesome. And um, my biggest thing would be to be open to criticism. Like know what you did, if you did anything wrong, what you did wrong, how you can change that. Yeah, a lot of the time it is not having enough experience in the medical field, which you really want. Sometimes it's you had a grammatical error in your personal statement that was blatant, obvious, and kind of dumb. And the first time any person would read that, they would say like, all right, this person doesn't know how to write. Mm-hmm. And you need to then know, okay, let me pay for the service that actually has somebody edit my personal statement or let me pay for the service that has somebody go through my application and do something with it or go through one of the services that says you have this, this, and this red flag. We need to address two of them at least. And it that does help out a ton too. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. That's fantastic advice. And uh, I hope all our listeners out there, our current students, um, you know, take heed of what we just heard from uh, Dr. Nick and Dr. Parag. And uh, congratulations to you both and uh, a lot of success in the years ahead. We wish you all both of you that. And uh, please do remember, as you go along your journey, try to help out as many as many St. James students as you can, as well as help uh, as many IMGs as you can, because they're, we're all in the same boat at the end of it. Oh, yeah, we know the struggle. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. We hope you enjoyed another episode of Med School Minutes. If you like our content, please follow us and receive notification when a new show is posted. This podcast is brought to you by St. James School of Medicine. For a video version of this podcast, please check us out on sjsm.org slash video.